Mr. Smith Talks Triathlon, Episode 20, Training Through the Holiday Period. Mr. Smith Talks Triathlon, practical triathlon advice for everyday athletes, not just those that skip the pavlova and train twice on Christmas Day. Who does that? I, I, I don't know anyone who does that. Uh, Daly Thompson, British decathlete, <laughs> oh, really? was known for training twice on Christmas Day. Wow. Because he knew his com- com- competitors trained once on Christmas Day, so he did it twice. That's impressive. Now I'm, I'm all about the pav on Christmas Day, Doug. It's all about the balance. I'm sure we've mentioned it in about half the episodes we've done. Uh, <laughs> good afternoon. We're doing this one a little bit early, and looking out the window, it is just a beauty. It is. Christmas is coming, so we thought we'd get this one in the bag, record it early. Lots going on in the, the lead up to Christmas. Yep. So uh, get it done. Fantastic. So uh, going on in the squad, I know there was training for people who are, some people who've done events and are now cracking on towards uh, bigger goals. But of yeah. course there was the uh, the Rotorua half as well, so, so a bit the, of a summary. The final in the, what can you call it, the triple, three weekends in a row. Um, so we had a team up there and uh, it was it, it's known as the toughest course like we talked through last week. It's it's real, real tough, absolutely stunning though that, uh, yeah, you, you go there to have a love-hate relationship with it. And, and I think that's the message I've heard from a number of the team. Yeah. That uh, yeah, it's 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 tough, it's slow, but uh, but geez, it's beautiful. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm sure there's a balance there somewhere. Of the the, the beauty that you see may take away from some of the pain, but uh, having seen a, f- <laughs> a few race reports, there was the pain was still very evident. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And um, but but look, it was the the great thing is that the people doing that one, it was their half Ironman. They've heard all the lessons and stories from those in the previous weeks. So got to put some of that into practice, and that's everything from the the ideas passed around in team about nutrition, about pacing, about the mental strategies, mm-hmm. everything else. So really good for opportunity for those people. Yeah, and some of the race reports they 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 mention, you know, that nutrition and that plan, and that some of it just just coming together. Yeah, as we said, you know, when you're out there five six hours, not everything is going to work perfectly. Absolutely, but it's nice to highlight. Let's be positive about the bits that did go well. Yeah, 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 indeed, excellent. And last time we talked, well, before we jump into the last time, decent ride yesterday for for the squad that are that are carrying on training. Yeah, here in Wellington. So the people that have done their half and recovered from that, it's uh, time to step it up a notch. So hit the road for five hours yesterday. Got a stunner of a day for it, which always helps. So really hoping the rest of summer is going to play out like that for everyone's training. We can control most things. We just can't uh, control the weather. Yeah, 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 indeed. So last time we talked a bit about the seventy dot three, uh, seventy point three. No, I'm I'm wrong there. Actually, that was my note wrong. It was yeah. Last time we talked about the Rotorua event, correct, in the lead up to that. Yep, and uh, and also post event recovery. So look, um, yeah, the, the people have just done Rotorua. Please go back, have a listen to that. Just have a think about how you can recover from your event. Um, get yourself back fully firing both physically and mentally to uh, to pick it up through the Christmas period for those going on to particularly Ironman or uh, other events over the summer. Yeah, which leads us really nicely into what you really want to talk about today. Mm. Um, it's it's a it's a tough time. It's a tough time if you're trying to be incredibly strict yeah. and regimented and all those things that guys that do it for a living will be. Yeah. But for us mere mortals, there's the, again, we over, it's an overused word, but getting the balance right is really important. So mm. 
you know, let, let's let's figure out a strategy yeah. that that allows you to enjoy both the training side as well as what what Christmas slash family time is all about. Totally. Well, look, the the biggest thing is that to figure out what you're going to do before the holidays, rather than pack the car in a hurry, rush off somewhere, and uh, then have to work it all out on the go. And and the big thing is that for the people I do individual coaching for, then we try and do that. That I find out where they're going, what they're up to, what's practical, what's not, and we make the most of the time that they've got, and we we prepare to back off the, the rest of the time. Yeah, and I think that plan, as you say, before you go, because most people, it's quite a <laughs> quite a regimented process. It's, well, we're seeing these people on these yeah. days, and then we're going to this place, and then we're doing this. Everyone kind of knows what they're doing. Yeah. Someone who's, oh, I've just got two weeks off, and I've got nothing planned, is a bit of a rarity. Totally. totally. So, yeah, and if you've got a, a plan, at least you've got a, an idea of when things are going to happen and when. And I think that, um, yeah, because... Because people know what they're going to be doing, then you can also figure out or just be very clear about your priorities and whether you are chasing performance or whether you are really more about participation at your next event. And I know that that's not absolutely one or the other. There's absolutely a continuum in between. But, um, But yeah, I know certainly some people who are chasing performance, they will structure their holiday period so they can make the most of that training. Yeah. Those who are a little bit more relaxed about it, then the ho- the, the holidays, the family, that's all going to take priority, and you're going to fit in what you can, where you can. And is that something that they've, you've put in their plans, or is that about people looking at the plan and deciding that those low priority, you know, the, one of the swims and maybe one of the shorter rides is, is just not going to happen? Yeah, look, um, the people I'm doing individual coaching for, then we try and work that out beforehand. Those who are part of the squad using the squad training plans... Um, they have to make those decisions yep. a, a, as they go. So yeah, just being clear about what your priorities are and how the what what the balance is of training, relaxing, holidaying, family, everything else in amongst that mix. Yeah. And the other thing is you're going to be going places that you don't usually train, potentially. Yeah. Um, if you're going back to see family, you'll probably know the area. If you're going somewhere completely different, worth doing a little bit of investigating to figure out you know, if you've got hill repeats, yeah. are there some hills? Yeah. Most definitely. Yep. So, so yeah, have a look, um, do a bit of research. Uh, you may have been there before. You might have an idea. You might be able to look up some other people's training, have a chat to people. But, uh, yeah, is, is there a pull down the road or is it an hour and a half's drive? Well, that really says, dictates what you're going to do while you're away. Yeah. And if you, the balance is going more towards the family stuff um, because mm. you, you, you feel, I don't know, you, you owe them some time or that's just the way it plays out. Um you know, is there, is there a minimum? Do people ask that? You know, what 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 can I get away with yeah, as yeah. a minimum? And, and look, that that's a decision that anyone who's using a pre-written training plan has to make decisions on. And the default answer is often, "Well, it's in the plan, therefore I have to do it." But but no, it's not. Let, let's be really really clear. You don't have to do every single detail in your plan every week. If you're doing that, you're not considering the wider picture. Mm. So yeah pick out where you're at in your training, what you're training towards, and what are the most important sessions. I can guarantee you that one or two 30-minute runs that you miss are not going to make a difference. But if you're at a real peak time of training, then the bigger, harder stuff, you're probably want to, going to want to incorporate that as best you can. Yeah. And perhaps it might be a question that I need to ask you, and mm. you say, look, here's the three. If you're going to drop three, these, these are them, because then mentally they've had the coach... Yeah. kind of sign off on it i know it's and, just a, it's and, a it's yeah. a mind thing 
But so it's okay then. Yeah. I, I don't have to. Yeah. And the other one is, I, I, again, family. You know, you want to mm. get the buy-in, and perhaps you know part of that plan is you sit down with your wife, husband, partner, children, and say, "Look, I'm going to do a bit of training, not as much as I usually do. Yep. Are you okay with this?" Perfect, because yeah. it's amazing how many people actually don't have those conversations, and it does cause grief at this time of year. The family want to see you, that that they want to go on holiday with you. So, definitely do do that by all means. Yeah. Um, and we've talked a little bit about adapting the training, perhaps based on on where you're going. Yeah. Um, there's, there's probably a few things to consider. Um, we talked about pool availability. Yeah. Of course, at Christmas time, Christmas, New Year, the opening hours are going to be a little bit different. Yeah. Oh. Do, do, is there less lane swimming available? And you know, they get the inflatables in because there's holiday makers of. Yeah. Yeah. You know. and, and the the yeah open shorter hours. I've stumped up to pools bright and early on a holiday morning to find that they don't open till ten o'clock. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah. So yeah, wherever you are, whether you're staying in town or travelling, where are those pools? What are the what hours are they open? Yeah. And, and yeah, what is that availability going to be like? And the beauty of the internet is most of the information is accessible. But hey, if you want to double check, because as you say, yeah. getting up at uh, six o'clock to try and get the <laughs> swim in before you spend the day with the family, and yep. then the pool's not open till ten. <clears throat> Spanner in the works. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and some people are going to be places where there's open water options, yeah. which are fantastic. Totally. But with summer holidays comes lots of people. Yeah, and uh, hopefully you do get to go to a beach or a, a lake somewhere beautiful for swimming. But of course, you, you've got to take into account the, the conditions there, um, particularly the beaches in terms of swimming safety. So if you're going to be at one of those beaches, have a chat to the lifeguards or find some insider knowledge and really do go on the side of caution at open coastal beaches. It's, uh, yeah, you, you might feel confident and safe swimming out there, but there's stuff that you just don't know going on with the water conditions. Was that opportunity to ask one of your children if they fancy going for a kayak? Yeah. They just don't realise that you're going to be swimming <laughs> and they're going to be kayaking behind you, keeping an eye out for, for people, random inflatables, jet skis and assorted uh, you know, watercraft. Bri- bribery works wonders for that. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, you're absolutely right about those kind of things. There's all of these different things happening in the water because there are so many people on holiday who just want to make the most of it. Yeah, and we know what we know. We know the things where we train regularly, but this is a it is important if you're going somewhere different please just be be aware yeah. and and figure stuff out and and if you deem it safe enough that you're happy to to be swimming out there um ideally with someone else while you're swimming or in a vessel with you but at the very least having a spotter on shore to be able to keep yeah. an eye on you yeah. and, and um i call it my minion those inflatable things that you can tow along behind you when you're when you're swimming yeah just for simply the visibility yeah um, and you know, applies to on land as well. You know, mm. there's going to be a bit more traffic uh, on land <laughs> from amphi- an amphibious creature. Uh, you know, when you're riding, you're riding somewhere different. Yeah. And even riding your usual places, the roads are possibly going to be a lot busier. Yeah, too right. Holiday traffic. Um, if you're in a holiday spot, it's going to be nuts over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So the the obvious one is to ride very early in the day while everyone's still sleeping off last night's hangover and. <laughs> And Barbie, yeah. Um, but but yeah. Also, just the road. The, a lot of the holiday location roads are not great roads. Yeah, and just probably assume that everybody's a visitor to the area mm, yeah, and doesn't really know the road either. Yeah. Um, so you know, when you're going around those corners, hug the hug the inside, so you're well away from the centre line and that kind of thing. Because you just yeah, do do all you can. 
to yeah. to to minimise anything uh, anything happening. Be, being visible as well. Yeah. Just the, the high vis gear, look like a city slicker at the beach, but be seen. Yeah. Um, and from a terrain perspective, if someone's going or has limited time, is it the old adage, head for the hills? Yep. Exactly. Great. If, and again, that you might not be able to do an exact workout structure because of where you are, because of the terrain. That, yeah, if in doubt, if you're short of time, head for the hills, do some hard work, get it done, get home again. And probably the easiest discipline to, to do, running. Mm. Um, you know, is there a, could you, could you swap a bike for a run or a, add an extra run if that's the real, the easier thing to, to, to be able to fit in? Yeah, most definitely. Big thing I'd say is that just don't go nuts on the running because if you go from running three hours a week to eight hours a week because you're trying to make up for your biking, that's a real recipe for disaster that uh, you might just pull up lame pretty quickly in doing that. Yep. So by all means that if you are doing less biking, add a bit more running. But uh, but just a bit more, not yeah. don't replace everything. But on the plus side, it's probably the you know it, somewhere you don't know, it's probably the safest. Yeah. Rather than the swimming and the and the, and, and and the biking, and, and you can go on a bit of an adventure. Exactly. Yeah, going exploring is great. Yeah, I yeah. remember uh, staying at Kinloch uh, early January, the year that I did Ironman, and just running some of those trails. Yeah. Yeah, and forget about the pace. Because you're yes. up and you're down, and you, then you're sort of stopping, trying to figure out where you should be going, and totally. taking a few selfies or whatever the case may be. But yeah. Uh, yeah, real, you know, have a little bit of an adventure. Absolutely, very cool. And, and look again, that you might not be able to do the precise structured session that may be in your plan, but that's okay because yeah. the fact that you're out there doing something at all is so much better than nothing. Yeah, and you're out there doing it, so and something is always always better than nothing. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. Deal. So uh, also uh, this time of year, food, food and drink, it uh, happens a bit around around this time. Yeah, I'm not sure uh, sort of, you know, a pint of perpetuum and a couple of gels <laughs> is uh, everybody's <laughs> idea of a Christmas dinner. But uh, yeah, you know, so the, we've talked about food and diet. Um, when I say diet, you know, the, the, the healthy intake of what you need yeah. to fuel the machine. Yeah. Um, is it moderation sort of when it comes to the treats? Yeah, look, that that's the, the ideal, and I think it's also to be very clear again about your goals and priorities, that if you are really out there for that racing snake level performance, then you're probably going to be a, a bit more cautious on uh, and a bit more thoughtful about how you're eating. If, uh, if you're just out there really to have a new experience, enjoy the event that you're doing, you're probably going to be a bit more relaxed about it, particularly for the key events like Christmas Day and maybe New Year's Eve, and and that's okay. And I think if you structure your plan, you know, if you do enjoy, you know, a, a couple more beers than is going to allow you to jump out of bed the next morning, mm. then know that the next day your, your plan is yeah. it's not a six a.m. swim or a five-hour bike. Yeah. You know, you've got maybe a forty-five-minute hill run that you can do late in the afternoon when you've had a sleep in and maybe a second sneaky snooze. Yeah. So and yeah, a, but, and a hair of the dog. Yeah, just just fit it around. Just fit it around what that balance. That, that mix that works for you. Yeah, and, and so so make those choices consciously, though. That if you're going to let the shackles off and get a bit loose, that's cool, do it, but make sure you enjoy it because you are consciously choosing to do that. Yeah. And I think tied up with that is that a lot of people, I've heard the term, that they use the term, I'm going to have a cheat day on Christmas. And, and I actually, I absolutely hate that term because if you think about cheating, what... People who are cheats, what are they like? What do mm. they do? They're, 
um, perhaps immoral or <laughs> yeah. do illegal things or they're, they're out to rip somebody off. That's not what you're doing. You're just a normal person um, making choices about what you do in this one day out of the year. So don't go, it's a cheat day, it's okay. Think, it's just another day, I'm going to make a few different choices. Sweet. And it's a bit like missing a workout. Mm. You know, it's I've missed it. It's really not going to make a massive difference to how I perform come race day. The same thing, you know, a slice of pav and a couple of, you know, a couple of cocktails is hardly going to uh, make the difference come, you know, whether it be Tauranga or Ironman or Harbour to Hills. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, I think it's, it's just good for you mentally. Yeah, yeah. As well as, you know, forget the physical aspect because probably eating a pavlova on it, you know, is not ideal, but well, it's a just, little it's bit here. a good bit of carbo loading for the next yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you're right, you know, don't think it's a cheat day, but but make the decision consciously around the days or the couple of days where you're maybe going to slightly over and you know you're going to eat slightly differently to that, you would normally. That's it. That's that's all it is. Yep, it's yep. nothing bad about what you're doing. And, and look, over, over all of that to do with food and about the training, is that no one is perfect. So please don't try to be, and don't stress that you're not. Yeah, it's it's okay to be slightly different from what you think the ideal might be because there is no absolute ideal the the people who live the ideal live and breathe at every moment of the day they're boring as all hell yeah they're not yep. real people and you're not going to end up on santa's naughty list if you uh skip a session or yeah. or have a you know that those extra bag of chips with kiwi dip yeah yeah or right. kiwi dip <laughs> it's christmas time <laughs> So, bit of a bit of a summary before we uh, before we sort of knock it on the head for the year. Okay, so the things we talked about is do some research, make a plan, and chat to the family, get get their buy into it. With everything you're doing, do the best that you can, and don't stress the rest. Okay, that that something is always better than nothing. And a one or two week disruptive period out of your whole season it makes very little difference. So long as you've been doing the training on a regular basis, the rest of the time, looking after yourself, eating and sleeping well, then th- this is just a tiny blip. It's, it's not make or break for your event. And I think that's a really important one, Gerard. The, the, the amateur triathletes, multi-sporters that I talk to, whether they take four and a half hours for a half Ironman or seven and a half, yeah. they often make the same comments about feeling guilty Yes, if, if they've skipped a session or missed a session. Yeah. Um, we just need to realise that we are not absolute top-level high-performance athletes where it's going to make a difference if yeah. you do a 30-minute swim instead of the one hour that it says on the app and you get red in training peaks. It's not that bad. It, in the scheme of what's going on in the world, that does not even register. Yep. Yeah. And I think, you know, finally, give, give yourself permission to, to sort of have a little bit of, a little bit of fun and... Uh, yeah. Just do some of those things that, that the holiday period are all about. Absolutely. You know, yep. sitting down in the sunshine, having a couple of beers, talking to some friends, some family that you haven't seen for a while. Um, don't talk too much about triathlon or training. <laughs> Just a little recommendation. Because <laughs> um, they get that 50 weeks of the year anyway. Um, but yeah, We are so wrapped up in what we're doing. And, and that's everything. Um, the, the family, work, triathlon, the rest of the time. Give yourself permission to relax. Yeah, and I remember talking to my wife, and uh, we'd be invited somewhere, and I'd be like, "Oh, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure we can do that because um, I've got to uh, get on the bike tomorrow morning." And and that that is very much first year syndrome, isn't it? 
once you've been through it and you've had that experience, you go, ah, oh, okay, I, I get it. Yep, I may still need to get on the bike the next morning. I just don't mention it. Yeah. Because it is. Yeah. It, it can really do people's heads in. Yeah. Yeah, who are not, they're, they're there to support you, but you can test their patience. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, look, please do listen to Doug. We've, uh, we've all been through this. So, yeah, trust, trust us on this one. Yeah, and with that, I, I think we, well, I want to wish you, Gerard, and uh, all, everyone, all, everyone who listens. Yeah, indeed. To our droning on. Hopefully they've found some value and uh, have, a, have a really happy, uh, safe and balanced Christmas. And we will, uh, you'll hear from us in the new year. Yeah, thanks for, for listening in and everyone. And uh, thank you again, Doug, for being here and helping put this together. It just wouldn't have happened and it would have been uh, not quite the same listening to my, my tones go on every week. It is an absolute pleasure. So, so yeah, a couple of weeks break from us. We'll be back in the new year. Um, train safe. Have a fantastic holiday. We'll see you then. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.